Welcome back to Consider Yourself Hugged, a place for women. I'm Tammy. I'm Michelle. And we're so glad you joined us again. We uh, are at the point now where you've heard us talk a little bit about spirituality and relationships, just the two of us, which I don't know, did we even give any valuable information? Uh, it's chaos. Complete <laughs> chaos. But today we have a dear friend of ours, Jennifer Walden. She was on my show before we transitioned into this. And so I want to introduce her. Just I'll put her full bio in the show notes. I'm not going to read it as if she's somebody I don't know because I do know her. Michelle and Jennifer and I taught together for years. Um, then Jen moved on and continued to teach after Michelle and I bailed. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is nationally recognized for her design and implementation of at-risk programs. She currently does work still with underserved at-risk youth and she has a passion for helping women, spiritual developments, relationships. She has a blog that, are you still doing the blog? Yes. Okay, awesome. I'll put a link in, in there. Um, she is a cancer survivor, which we've talked about before on the show, thinking she would never have children and mm-hmm. now... She has lots of children, which I'm sure she'll mention. Jen and her husband, Kirk, live in the suburbs of Nashville with their two youngest children. A cat. Do you still have meatloaf? I do. Okay. <laughs> and you still have Avi? Yes. Did I say that right? Yes. Which is the little long-haired dachshund that is so adorable. <laughs> and she loves the outdoors, reading a good book, gardening, walking, and just being an overall fantastic person and friend. <laughs> so. Hello. We just had Chick-fil-A together, and now we're ready to mm-hmm. talk about spirituality I think that's what we're doing this session right yes I think so that spirituality like and relationships place to start <laughs> we may meld them together and just release them as two separate episodes so how are you through the pandemic I'm really good yeah I'm really good today I'm great <laughs> no if you asked me that in a week who knows but today I'm fabulous <laughs> today you're fabulous well you look good thank you yes. so do you guys <laughs> we just knew didn't we that in this topic of spirituality and then relationships that Jen was the go-to. Absolutely. Mm. No question. Well, it's it's great to be with you guys and talking about these issues because, you know, I feel like together we make, (laughs) we have the three of us together make a good team in thinking through some of these harder issues, you know? We do. And she'll be joining us, I'm sure, more in the future. In fact, the three of us have several times uh, worked on some projects together, and mm-hmm. I think we'll continue to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You have a different take, I think. Maybe not on, like, when, when Michelle and I did our session on spirituality, we we talked about, like, the definition of what that means mm-hmm. and how women, you know, how religion helps, how it hurts. Mm. And you have a different passion for that, especially when it comes to women. Mm-hmm. Like, what that means. Um when, when I asked you, you know, when we asked you to do this, what, what came to mind about spirituality? Was it? Yeah, I think this this theme sort of just keeps popping up for me. And it, it seems so simple, but for me, it's been kind of a big game changer. And I think in all of my growing up, I kind of viewed God in, in faith as God was... He was for me, sure, but really he's like always looking at what is wrong with me and what I need to fix. And I would argue that I grew up in a 
with a very legalistic mindset. And I won't blame anybody for that. No, you never do. Faith tradition, you know, or anything. I just say that's the way I viewed faith and that's the way I viewed God. And I'd say I'd kind of been on this journey of, of being freed from what I would almost consider chains and my view of God. And the biggest, like, if I could say it encapsulated in one thing, it would be God is for me. And I didn't oh, that's powerful. believe yeah. that before. Mm-hmm. And I, it's very emotional for me because it's been such a transformation. With tears in your eyes. Yes. You have a little bit. Yes. Because once I realized that, it changed everything for me. It changed the way I viewed myself. I finally began to love myself. Because as long as I didn't see him as really loving me or really being for me, it was hard for me to be for me. You know, if he's not for me, how can I be for me? So it it permeated everything I was doing. Um, Yeah. You called it, you sent us an an email and Mm -hmm. said you would like to consider the idea of rescuing Mm. faith. Mm. Is that... Is that part of that? I think so, because my faith was rescued in that shift. Because really, I believe, ultimately, faith is that belief. It's belief that I'm for the two of you, and you're for me. We're for each other. We're for each other's good. We're cheerleaders for each other. We care about what happens in our lives. So we're for each other, and and God is for us. You know, He's 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 never like against us that's just not who he is I just don't believe it and so when I think about rescuing faith I just feel like we've been through this huge I don't even know what you call the last year but it's been a challenge and I think that it in this season we've lost some faith in one another And we've lost faith in God. I hope that hasn't happened for people, but I, I have to believe it probably has. And so how do we rescue that back? How do we say, oh, no, God is for us? And how do we look at each other when there have been so many divisive things in the last year? Everything from politics to yes. masking versus non-masking. You know, the list is, goes on and on of all the division. How do we rescue faith in each other and say, no. I'm sorry, I refuse to label you. I refuse to not see you. I'm for you. I'm for you as a fellow woman trying to do this life thing. And it's not easy, especially in the last year. It hasn't been easy. Even if we don't agree on everything, we're still for one another. Yeah, that's That's a good thing. And you you put that in capital letters too, rescuing faith. Mm -hmm. Can we see this as a start of a... Something specific or? Hmm. Well, I don't know. You may get me thinking. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's literally I told my husband before we, we connected on the potential of doing this. I was talking to my husband one morning. I said, you know, what this all boils down to is we need to be rescuing faith. We need to be rescuing each other and our faith in each other. And we need to be rescuing faith in God right now because we're sure blaming him for a lot of junk, you know. Right, right. <laughs> Well, not, I'm not asking you to blame or anything, but I wonder where do you think that begins when you felt like God wasn't for you or God was, was judging you or looking for what's wrong? And you, you can answer as much or as little as you want to. You know, I mean, I grew sure. up Catholic, so I'll just sure. leave it at that. You know, <laughs> you know smack, yeah. smack, smack, smack. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. Yes. Um, 
I know it's so funny because I grew up with the perspective that in Catholicism there wasn't a lot of guilt. That but you said that I did. I thought that, and then but of course I didn't have any Catholic friends growing up in the deep, you know, Christian <laughs> evangelical right. South. But as I have developed friendships with people that are Catholic, I'm like, oh goodness, no, they know about guilt. All right, you know, it's I, just so scary when you're little and you're sitting in the confessional. Mm. And it's dark, and there's a screen up in between you. Mm-hmm. And I remember going in there, and my heart would just be like, and I'm not dogging the Catholic faith. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm absolutely not. It's just part. It's also reverent and beautiful, mm-hmm. and there's so many. But it was terrifying, mm-hmm. you know. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think part of this is once again why I don't want to blame my faith tradition for any of this. But I was just a very I wanted to be good. I don't know how many little girls are like that's important to them, but it was for me. I didn't. I wanted to do the right thing. I wanted to break, not break the rules. I was going to be good, and I remember that feeling from a very early age that I wanted to do the, the right things. Well, and I've told this story before, but when I was five years old, I was sexually, whatever you want to call it. I, I was. Can't think of the word, ladies. Molested. Yeah, or yeah, abused. Thank you. (laughs) I couldn't think of the word. And so that twisted things for me. I immediately felt like I was a bad person, and I carried that, and I didn't let anybody know, so nobody could speak truth into my life at that point and say, "No, you're not a bad," you know, all these things. So I carried that, and. And maybe I felt some bitterness towards, I don't think I did, but as I've gotten a little older, I thought maybe I kind of held some bitterness towards God on some level. Like, why did that have to happen? It affected trust a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so true. God isn't for me, because if he was for me, why did that have to happen? You know, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So I think that that coupled with then growing up in a very structured faith where, you know, you're... Okay. You know, you're being told as a young woman, like, well, you know, if you even kiss someone, that's really sexual. So you, and I'm like, well, you just don't even know, you know, you want to say that that's wrong. You have no idea. And so I, I just never felt good. Like I never felt like I was really a good person. And that's, that's tough. So how the transition with, with God. Yeah. Or with, with any of it. Well, somehow, you know, I never gave up that he, even though I lived very, like, chaotically at times in my life, I still always kind of held on to this hand of his. And, like, but I know he's the answer. I know he's the answer. And I did want to have faith and, and belief and hope in him. And he he had come through in my life, and there were I could look at things and say, oh yeah, but he did this, oh yeah, but he did that. Um, so that carried me, but then there had to be this point where I was like, yes, but there's a maturity, there's a growth in faith that I needed to develop, and like I said, I would say even in just the last few years is when I really started realizing, no, he really was for me all this time. Bad things happen, but he's for me, you know, and that he didn't want that for me. He's a good God. He didn't want that for me, but he sure has helped me 
heal and get to other new places in life. That's huge. Were you going to ask something a minute ago? I feel like I interrupted you. No, I did not. Okay. Um, Probably, but I can't. I forgot. It's gone now. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Whatever it was, yeah. it's gone. I mean, you do have such a different... You... Because we've talked many times mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. the spirituality issue. And you have such a different take in that you see things. You see... We talked when we did our episode just ourselves about spirituality, about how sometimes can, religion can hurt. Yes. Um, and especially for women, part of that mm-hmm. has to do with guilt and mm-hmm. feeling not perfect. Um, but also just the way that we interpret the Bible and then mm. treat other people with the rules. Mm. And you kind of said you were just not going to have a part of that rule-based. I mean, isn't that kind of part of what you... Yeah. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. Oh, but no. I, I'm. You want to see a world where... Religion is just about loving each other. Yeah. And it sounds, okay, so people would tell me, and I'm, that's just cotton candy. You know, like, what is that? That's nothing. We need, oh, we need the really serious rules. And there's right and wrong. There's right and wrong. And you better, you know, you better get on that, the side of right. You know, you don't want to be wrong. And this focus on sin. And for me, I'm, When I look at it, what is the wrong? The wrong for me has become any any time I'm on the wrong side of love. And boy, that Mm. is a hard measure. What's my measure of what God is looking for in me? It's love. What does love look like? You know, am I... And boy, when I start saying this, ooh, it's not... (laughs) It's tough. You know, What does love look like? What does love look like, you know? Emma, it's so basic. It's so simple. And then I know people can say, oh, but no, you've got to do that. And what about this? And what about this? I'm like, I can spend the rest of my life on being this person that I'm going to express in a minute. And it'll be all I can do. Like, if I can achieve that, I think it's wow. Am I being patient? Am I being kind? Am I finding joy when, boy, you know? What else? Grace of the Spirit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Grace of the Spirit. You know, and it's so, it seems like, oh, that's the kid's stuff. No, it's not. No, it's not. I don't believe that anymore. I believe it is the stuff. I think that, like, hmm. the term rescuing faith is so powerful in hearing you talk. Because when I think back, like, as you were talking, there were some things that came to mind in terms of, because I grew up in church mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I think that... Um, my true relationship with Christ didn't really grow till I was in my thirties. Mm-hmm. And I think there were a lot of things that were done that were very much with the best intentions. One thing I can think of, and I know this was done at several churches that I knew of growing up was the thing with the box of candy. Did you guys ever experience that? Like someone took a bite out of a box of can- like one of the candies <clears throat> and then passed around the box and like the whole thing was you mean like a box of chocolates, like Russell Stouffer's chocolates. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and yeah. so they took a, a bite out of one and put it back, and and put it that one back, and then they passed it around and let everybody take one. And at the end, no one had taken the chocolate they had been bit off of, and that's what they used to tell people not to have sex because, yeah. And this was done at Mall. Have you ever? I have <sighs> never heard okay. of that one. And and so that was pretty common. I know it was done mm-hmm. at several different churches. And when I think about it, like with the the job I do now, and I know how prevalent like sexual abuse yes. is, how damaging yes that would have been. 
I mean, like, and I saw you guys' face when I described that. I didn't realize, like, that you're a bit like, yeah. And so, like, when you think about the term rescuing faith and how differently oh, concepts yeah. can be presented mm. to show grace, mercy, the love of Christ versus mm-hmm. something that is shaming. It's like, don't do this because there's shame in it versus presenting in a way. So the whole concept of rescuing faith, I think, is just amazing. I think your ministry is born today. Mm, wow. Well, okay. I yeah. mean, <laughs> you guys it's been born me. long before now, but yeah, I think about what Michelle just said, because purity wow. culture is what I would call it, is something to me that breaks my heart. As a little girl who knows, I was sitting in some of those moments being told by wonderful adults in my life that I needed to be pure, and mm-hmm. I already wasn't pure. And they so, didn't know it. But no, still, they had no right. idea, and they would never have hurt me. They yeah. never would have wanted that for me. But I'm hearing, you're broken, you're stained, you're dirty. What man is ever going to want you? And I wish it wasn't that dramatic, but I, I'm serious. That is genuinely how I felt yeah. as a child. And so purity culture, yeah, that's such an awesome example of what we don't realize we're doing. So, yeah, my faith was being I don't want to say destroyed because I did hold on, but yeah. What are we doing to our little girls and boys, you know? This is crazy as I'm listening to this, and I don't know. If I decide to cut this out, I will. But um, my sons, um, we've had a couple conversations over the past six months, and one of the things that came up with both of them which we haven't explored yet, was um, how they felt there was some damage done growing up in an evangelical Christian faith. And I was honestly too angry at the time because there were some other things that came up that made me feel like I had failed as a mom. And so we didn't pursue that. But I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, what what has happened that I didn't even know Mm. were they passing around bitten off chocolates in their Sunday school class were they I hope people don't do that anymore (laughs) well yeah but was it I mean I know there's the there was the um purity ring or the I mean there's always been um, now we're not condoning by the way just free careless sex for young people or anybody but what we're talking about is the mm-hmm. potential for a message that that roots guilt. Yeah, sexual abuse is real. I mean, it's prevalent. It's by far more prevalent than what people realize. So. Yeah, I mean, I've heard some statistics as much as one in four, which seems like, oh my goodness, there's I've even no heard higher than that. Right. Yeah, it's oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And sometimes it's not what we think it. I mean, like to me, this is what I would argue too. Is like, I've heard people want to dismiss, um, in, in situations between children. Like where it's not an adult doing something to a child, but it's two children even. Mm-hmm. That, that it means, that, oh, well, whatever. You know, but no, the mental, it doesn't mean those children are bad. Right, it, But right. it doesn't mean that it doesn't affect the way they see themselves before God in like mm-hmm. in this issue of purity. Yeah. And it can be so many other things too, just besides oh, yeah. the, uh, sexual purity yeah. or, and, and, God and spirituality, all this is not supposed to hurt. Yeah. And it's not God who's hurting, yeah. but it's the people and the mm-hmm. sometimes the interpretation. Yeah. I, I think one more example in this kind of same vein, I had somebody ask me once about alcohol and alcohol. their kid. And I was like, well, 
I mean, to me, it's pretty clear, like, drunkenness is damaging, and we, we should avoid it. And, like, and then for some people, it gets very, like, personal because they have alcoholism in their family and all that. But that aside, you shouldn't get drunk. But And she was telling me, though, our kids, we're, we're going to tell them it is a sin that, you know, if it's so wrong if they even touch alcohol because like, we don't want them to ever. Well, their children ended up having challenges with alcohol. And I'm thinking, well, and I told her one time, and I was thankful she could ask me. I said, well, yeah, because you take one drink, and you've already failed. You're already a sinner, if we're going to use that word. So what does it matter if I get drunk? What if it matters if I get drunk two times? You know, does that make sense to y'all? Yeah. Like, so what do we do? I mean, what what can we do as women with other women and and friends who are how can we show that love that's going to help rather than hurt how do we how do we walk as women who who present a good example of the love of Christ is it a daily thing I think I think here's the thing I used to always view church as an institution in a building that I walked into Mm -hmm. I don't look at it that way anymore I look at it as every day I wake up, there's church to be experienced because anywhere there's anybody in this earth, it's family. It should be. We should be looking at each other like that person matters. Whether it's our child, it's our friends, it's somebody at the grocery store. And if we look at it that way, and every day we wake up like, what can I do today to help break chains for people? What can I do today to rescue the faith of people and help them have faith? Because the truth is when we when we reach out to one another in faith and like belief in each other, that's actually, in a weird way, it's supernatural. You know, that person that you've kind of been at odds with through the last year over something like, say something even political, <laughs> when you are able to reach out to them and love them, that is supernatural. And that rescues faith in God. And do you know? Do you, are you see saying what I'm that? Saying? Are you saying because it can't come from you? I mean, uh, right. What I mean is, it's got to be. It's if, not natural. If you're fighting to us. it, and then it just comes. It's that's coming from from God, and yeah, yeah. that's Him doing a great work in us. And like, I'll give it. I'm going to give Him the credit for it, anyways, because I just know it's not in me. And if I'm just being real, there are people in the last year that I'm like. Oh my goodness, what are you thinking? How could you think like that? What are you doing? And and I've really had to stop myself and say, okay, but Jennifer, like, okay, so you think you're right and they're wrong. What does it matter? In the end, what does it matter? They need to know that God is for them and you, and you are for them because you really are. If, if we can shake it all out, I'm like, yes, I'm for every person walking this earth. That they can, they can feel loved and they can feel worth. Amen. Yeah, I feel like I've been like to church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all challenge me. This is oh gosh, you're so inspirational. Good stuff. I mean, mm. you just you need to get out there and just preach to the masses. Oh gosh. <laughs> you well, I I really believe in freedom. Oh, I just believe in freedom, and I think it's what God wants for us. So. The more we can get that out there, the better. Wonderful.
Well, thank you. We're going to we're going to have Jennifer back next week too to talk about relationships, which is pretty much tied mm. very close mm-hmm. to what we talked about today. Um, thank you. I'm going to put we're you know, we're going to put her links, her bio. Um, it, it, you need to follow her. Mm. I mean, you know, follow her on social media. Don't get in the car and follow her. We'll put, no, please. No stalking. We're not encouraging people to stalk our guests. But we'll put all of our information in the show notes. So look for that. Still at TamiWest.com for now. Um, join the Stress Club if you have not done that already. The link is in the show notes. Subscribe, download, comment. Help us to grow our fabulous community. And... Jennifer, we're trying to get guests to say the consider yourself hugged. So um, we're being so, all together. Is, we're supposed to say it all together. It's mm-hmm. not been perfect. But. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say until next time. And let's do the whole thing together this time. Consider yourself okay, hugged. Okay. Okay. Should I count? Okay. I'll just say it. Until next time. Consider, consider yourself, yourself hugged. hugged.